Living Holistically Well with Dr. Annette West. Again, we will have a myriad of topics, interviews, and engaging words of thought to share with you this season. The purpose of this show is to help us build up our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. And I just want to give a shout out to Creative Common for allowing the show the use of their jazz instrumental, Smooth Jazz. Now, let's get started with Dr. Annette West's topic for today. Good morning, good day, good evening, wherever you are in the world on today. Dr. West is in the house. I'm so excited today to have Sharon Shannon on our podcast. Good morning, Sharon. Good morning, Dr. Annette. It is a great blessing to have you here. I want the listeners to know we haven't prepared anything. We're gonna do as the as they do in the West, and we're gonna be shooting from the hip today, but we know it's we know it's going to be good. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. So I met Sharon a few years ago at a prophetic workshop and um since then we just have stayed spiritually sisterly connected which is wonderful excellent yes <laughs> and so um on the show we normally talk talk to um faith-based book authors but we're taking a little shift and we're actually going to be adding um faith-based um business owners entrepreneurs and other faith-based um professionals to the show. So Sharon really kicks us off today because she's going to be talking about her world and what's going on. And I think what she's going to share is going to help some of you out there that's looking, have been thinking, has been in your mind of something more to do. And you're going to get to hear about Sharon's uh, journey. So Sharon, start out by telling everybody a bit about you and how you got into where you are now. Okay. All right, thank you, Dr. Annette. Around 2013, I started my blog. It's called nsharonsheart.com. Well, actually, let me back up. The, uh, the blog started with nsharonsheart.blogspot.org or .com, whatever that blogspot, that free website is. And it eventually became a pretty popular blog. And now the blog is called the Daily Devotional Blog. Um, now, the reason I started that, why it was called, why I decided to name it in Sharon's heart, at first it was called in Sharon's head. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, and my head is what has given, gotten me in trouble, thinking too much. I said, I better go with my, my heart that God places in there. And uh, so I decided to call it in Sharon's heart. Now, why did I want people inside my heart? From a person who came from a, a place of hurt, betrayal, a trauma, pain, 
disappointment, mistakes, bad decisions, I said, it's time to start, stop hiding and start confronting my fears by letting people know what is in my heart. Because if these things were in my heart to overcome, to learn to overcome, then someone else was going through this. And I had to face myself and decide, make the choice because it's a choice. So I had to decide to become vulnerable and all the more vulnerable to, to be, to get in, in Sharon's heart. So that's why I decided to, to name it that because uh, when I share what's inside my heart, even if it's embarrassing, even if I don't want to share it, um, I, don't get me wrong, we don't have to share 100% of everything with everybody. Some things are between us and God. However, though, we, we have to be willing to expose ourselves, part of ourselves, in order to help other people. So that's where that started in 2013. So I was like blogging from my heart. And uh, then I started my Facebook page in Sharon's Heart. And uh, that became pretty popular. That's where my biggest following is. I also have a small, very small following on Instagram and uh, my YouTube channel, I'm promoting or getting more of that, um, you know, spending more time on, on that channel as well. And that's how it all began. So Sharon, what would you consider your overall goal and um, at this, your overall goal and role at this point? At this point, I would say I became a faith coach and uh, this year in January of this year, and well, a certified faith coach. I, I, I became a faith coach back at the last quarter of 2019 and became certified in January. So I made the transition of a blogger, still a blogger, always will be a, a blogger, a writer, a speaker, always. I always valued words. I used to read the dictionary growing up. So I love words. I, lo I love to, to learn meanings of words. I used to use, uh, pick a word out of the dictionary and use it on my family a few times a day. And uh, <laughs> spelling and grammar were, were my favorite subjects growing up when I was in school. Those were the only ones because I did not like high school. And uh, yeah, so uh, the transition of faith coach was uh, pretty normal and that I kept getting people who would ask me different questions. Some people would inbox me and I know coaching is popular just like blogging was about 10 years ago and blogging is still popular. It's, it just kind of banged and exploded about 10 years ago when it came on the scene somewhere around there. Now coaching is, is um, on the scene as well. And um, so that is what I am today. I consider myself, I am a faith coach. Faith coach means that I help people with their prayer, their faith, their confidence, their self-esteem. They're going to the next level. The women who are feeling stuck and the, the women who want to go to the next level and the gifts that God has given to them and they're not using, they might be fearful like I was, fear of success, fear of failure, fear of judgment. And I help women, primarily women, with that or those types of things so and that's what i'm doing right now that's good and i think um 
The Bible tells us that everyone who has received the Lord has a measure of faith. So I'm assuming that with um, Sharon, the faith coach, you're helping um, the women that come to you to build up their relationship with the Lord, build up their faith so that they can be stronger in their walk and move forward on the journey that has been predestined for them. Absolutely, Dr. Annette. And also, I also, I always like to tell people that I embrace uh, people who don't have any faith, mm-hmm. who, who want faith, That's who might good. not even be a Christian, that I, I, wanna, I want to help them too. That's what Jesus did, yes. right? He embraced everyone because he wanted everyone to have light, to see the light. He's the light of the world. And um, so just like you're saying with uh, your podcast, you primarily catered to authors, but God is saying branch out, expand your territory now. And that's what he's saying to us. So yes, it's a faith-based business. There's no doubt about that. However, though, I don't want anybody to think that my services don't extend beyond faith-based, quote unquote, faith-based people, right? Because I remember where I came from. Right. And I think as people connect with you, they will get to see how multifaceted you really are in what you are doing. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would hope so because you know me, Dr. Annette, and you know, I don't like to be boxed in, you know that. (laughs) And uh, when I feel like I'm about to suffocate because somebody is trying to muzzle me or trying to put their hand on my head and move me like a puppet, Mm. I resist that. I I see it coming and I run the other direction. You know, there's a, that's a roadblock for me in my life. And it has hindered me so much that I refuse to live there anymore. So sometimes that comes across in people, places and things that it might seem like you're, you're in a wrong space that you cannot grow. And God said that he wanted us to be fruitful and multiply, not subtract, not even add, even though addition is good because addition can turn into multiplication. There's no doubt about that. However, though, he wants us to be fruitful and multiply, not be fruitful and stay stagnant. He doesn't want that, not stay idle, not uh, move around in fear. Because 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control slash self-discipline. And we need to take these words. We need to take the word of God, all right, the powerful fluid Bible, that it's an, uh, an organism, and start putting it to work for real, for real in our lives because it is powerful. It is. And when we start speaking it and believing it, not just saying empty words, yes. but believing it, things will happen. How do we know we believe it? The evidence is proof. The evidence never lies. You ever, you ever uh, hear someone says, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. And you're like, oh, great. That's, un- that's awesome. And they read everything they can about losing 50 pounds. And uh, they are praying. Uh, the people are praying and uh, praying and praying. And <laughs> you are r- rooting for the people who say that. We're rooting for the people who are making goals like that. And then nine months later, because they, they talk about it for about nine months, and you see them nine months later, 
and you see nothing. They're either the same or they might even gained weight, right? Not, not, no criticism on, on weight. I'm just using right. this as right. an example because I need to lose a few LBs myself. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> then, then we start looking at that and saying, you know what? No, no, you don't believe it. We, we, don't, we can't possibly believe that, that, that we're, we're going to lose 50 pounds because we didn't do it. Right. So what do we really believe? Because whatever we really believe, whatever we really say, and we really, really stand behind it, will happen when we start walking it out. So if we want to lose those 50 pounds, or whatever it is we want to lose or gain in our lives, we might want to gain more confidence or whatever it is, we have to put in the work because James 2.17 says, faith without works is dead. And that's the scripture, the verse my coaching is uh, on. That's what the, our mission is on, that we have to continue to have faith, continue to pray about that thing, but without grinding, without working, without getting out there and doing whatever it is we do, it will not happen, period. That's good. So, so Sharon, um, you are, you actually have a day job, right? Yes, I do. Okay. So, you know, some you people, to remind me of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people will say, well, I, I have aspirations to do something, but I have this job. And so I don't have the time to, to do what's in my heart or what's in my mind to do. What would you say to that person? Because you're, you're proof that you can, be on your grind with the job that you go and clock in every day, Monday through Friday, and still accomplish beyond. Right. That's a great question, Dr. Annette. I love that question. I am a teacher. I've been a teacher for over 20 years, uh, about 23 years, some, some, somewhere around that. I teach high school. I love my students. I love education. I really do. And um, I could not do this job if it were not for the students. They motivate me. They inspire me. I love, love students and kids and youth. And um, so I love going to my job every day. It's no doubt about that. However, though, I wouldn't mind doing what I do full time now, the entrepreneur okay. part of it. I wouldn't mind doing that full time. That's why I said you had to remind me of that. <laughs> so that's where that was coming from. But anyway, yes, it's like this. Someone said to me, or asked me uh, some time ago, how do you do what you do? You do all of this, you know, you're, you're busy with this and you're creating a business and you're building this and, and all that. And I said, okay, I'm gonna tell you how I do it exactly. Are you ready? Watch out now. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's nothing profound, okay? I do it. I just do it. That's it. How do I do it? When I get home from work, if I, I used to get home from work and sit on the couch and watch TV, I got rid of TV about three years ago and I do not miss it. Um, now, I do watch videos every now and then, but if I find myself watching anything too long, I'm like back on the grind because see the people we're watching, they've already built their, or they're building, they're, they've already established some type of success for themselves, right? Pretty much. And, um, I'm talking about like the big shows, right. right? And we're watching these shows and we're getting inspired by these shows in negative ways, but we're not building our own empire. So I had to get off the couch. Now, when I get home from work, if I do get on the couch, it's just to eat, 
uh, a, a little snack or I'll sit at the table and eat a little snack and I get right back up. Or sometimes I stand up and eat because sitting is the new smoking if we sit too long, <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, so that's it, Dr. Ned. Honestly, I just substitute one thing for another and that's how I do it. Instead of watching TV, I substituted watching TV for building my business, doing something every day to move my business forward. And a lot of times we think we need to do everything at once. I used to think that. So I didn't make videos because I, was, I, I wanted the makeup to be right, the hair to be right, the <laughs> lighting to be right, the environment to be, light, um, to be right. I wanted to go big or go home. And then I started watching this, this one guy on uh, YouTube who really transformed, helped transform my business. And actually he just became a Christian. His name is Stephen James, Stephen with an, an F, James and his, uh, well, anybody, you guys can now uh, YouTube him. But anyway, he was really helpful in my business. And um, he uh, gave me information about writing eBooks. That's why I started writing eBooks. And he helped me uh, just do it, no matter what I looked like. And sometimes when I would work at my uh, church summer camp, I would come home, get on a camera, no makeup, and my church t-shirt. If you go to my YouTube channel, go through some of those videos. You'll see no makeup. You'll see my hair looking wild. You'll see me in my, my church camp t-shirt encouraging people. So it's not about, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm the faith coach, so I can't be coming on video looking crazy. All right, because that's not going to encourage people. So I have to be very, very careful um, coming on camera looking broke down and telling people they can have faith, okay? They need to have faith, all right? So image counts, it does. However, though, I don't, I don't get all swept away with that. I, nothing has to be perfect anymore, right? It's right. just a time factor. What do I do with my time? So in a nutshell, we could still do it even though we have a full-time job because we are doing something when we get home. Are we talking on the phone too much? Are we looking at people on social media? I was doing all of that. And uh, I stopped doing it and I started substituting one thing for another and working on me and investing in myself and in my business. And, and part of that also means that we have to serve people. So what I would do, what I did to build up my Facebook page, <laughs> The um, how it initially built is that I was posting three to five times a day in the beginning. I did that for about a year. And, um, and I also started, when I started my podcast in 2017, the Daily Devotional Podcast, I was doing that every day. And I did that every day for over a year. So what am I saying? We have to show up and we have to be consistent. Otherwise, it will not work. Nothing will work. That's good. And so what I hear you saying is, first, you have to have a, a thought, then you have to be willing to apply yourself to it. And the big word I heard you saying without saying the word is time management. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's good. But that's what you tell your students, right? You can get your work yes. done if you manage your time wisely. So yes. we can accomplish so much if we will manage our time. I know for me, you know, sitting down with my husband in the evening, but I'm like, I can't sit here all the time, you know, right. because I don't really want to watch that much TV, you know, since right. like I sit down for a while or I'll sit down with my laptop 
so that we'll be in proximity to each other. But then at some point, it's like, you know what? I've got this to do. I've got that to do. I've got to go back to the office. So we have to, it, we can easily become complacent. Yeah. That's in, a good word. In doing things that are, that are time, I say, I call it time wasters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Time killers too. <laughs> yeah. So if we want to be productive, like Sharon from Sharon's heart, then we're going to have to be willing to um, establish a schedule and stick with it and apply ourselves to it. That's right. That's exactly right. And uh, <clears throat> it's almost like, um, well, it's just like when I walk every day, I walk every day, I walk my dog every day. Now, sometimes the walks are faster than others. And sometimes it's just strictly for stress release. And um, so I've been doing that during the quarantining that we're in, and I'm going to continue to do that. I do that all every summer, and I, and, uh, and I do that during the school year, but not in the morning, um, because it would be like, I would have to get out there at four o'clock in the morning, and I'm not gonna do that. So I would do it at night. But when in the summer and during the quarantining, quarantining this season, this temporary normal we're in, I've been doing that. And what I decided to start doing three days ago was taking the time, the time, the time, as Dr. Annette says, the time and managing my time by going out and doing a, uh, a series called Protecting My Peace. Now, mm. the reason I started doing that is that I was out walking one day and I decided, it just came down in my spirit to just start talking in the recorder the podcast recorder. And normally with my podcast, and you know this, Dr. Annette, they're pretty, you know, I like to polish them up and clean them up and have an intro and a body and an outro and the music and all that. And um, my podcast has been archived since, uh, since uh, around August, 2019. And I wasn't sure when I would start them back. And so I started recording in the podcast um, platform, the, the app, and I was just talking. And then the Lord dropped down in my spirit, go ahead and just uh, record and publish it. And that's what I started doing. And I started calling them the Protect My Peace series. And it's going to be as long as it needs to be this series. I'm not sure how long it will be, but it will be, it's every day. And it just talks about my life pretty much um, and directly and the peace that really I have among or missed sometimes discord, uh, things that are happening. And the first time I started that came from a place of pain because I got an, an ugly um, negative text sent to me and it was hurtful. So I said to myself, wow, after I kind of looked at it and thought about it and I left it aside, I didn't say anything negative because that's not my style. I don't retaliate like that. And um, so I, I was walking that day, didn't even know I was going to do this because again, remember, I wanted the, the podcast episode to be more polished. I, I recorded it 
I publish these, these podcast episodes and what you hear is what you get. I do nothing different. There's not even an intro. There's not an outro. You just get me speaking as I'm walking. You hear the trucks, you hear the cars, you hear the construction, construction, you hear the birds, you hear whatever you hear. And I just talk about protecting my peace, protecting our peace in these quarantining days, in the days that will come, because we have to do that to build anything. Whatever God told us to do, we have to be able to do that in a peaceful state of mind. We cannot have chaos around them, around us, because yeah. those things will never happen. So that's what I'm on today as we speak. That's good. That's good. So Sharon, you're doing a lot. So what's the biggest area that you are researching or curious about in expansion of what you're doing at this point? Oh my goodness. Wow. Ooh, the biggest <laughs> area of expansion. Oh, wow. I would say, I don't know if I'm researching it so much. <laughs> but I can tell your audience that I know God is getting in Sharon's heart. Uh, I'm not sure what it will be called. I do have a Rose of Sharon show on Facebook Live every Sunday at 3 p.m. Dr. Annette, I know you are a big supporter of that yes, show. You stuff. come in and you always have wisdom to give whenever you can make it because you, you're busy yourself. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Um, so I know there is some, something regarding reaching more people through some type of show. I, I don't know what that looks like, though. And um, so everything I'm doing is probably getting me ready for something that God has for me that is uh, going to reach more people through some type of platform that I might not even know I'm going to do because I he hasn't given me all the the answers there yet so I don't know I, some of it I I really don't know okay so I just do whatever I need to do and uh focus on that as I'm building uh my business as I'm building other people as I'm lifting other people and encouraging and inspiring at the same time. Now, having said all of that, I want people to know that this seems like a lot of different things, but it's not. It's all one thing. It might be, you know, my Facebook show has been going on since uh, September. My podcast has been in operation since 2017, and they are still active, even though they are um, well, two are archived, but one started back. What am I saying? I'm saying that everything that Dr. Annette and I are doing is not scattered and, and all right. over the place. It's, it's very relative. strategic. I'm sorry, Dr. Annette? It's relative. It's relative, right. And um, so what am I saying? I'm saying that don't start one thing and then after about three months or two weeks, you say it doesn't work. We got to stop doing that. That's what I was doing. So I, I wasn't consistent with anything. And then when God says, okay, now leave, you've been doing that. You've been faithful on that. Leave that alone right now. I'll tell you when and if you're going to pick that back up, but leave it alone right now. 
right? Now, do this. In other words, we stay in our lane. And when God says to change the lane, we change the lane. And only when he says to change the lane. Now, we're still going forward, okay? We, we're still driving. We're still moving, okay? So we're still building, but we didn't turn around. We didn't get off the exit. We're still going forward. But we have to shift and pivot when he says so. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's that's real good. We are we are consistently in it. And so we are daily putting forth our best effort. Sharon on your show, show O's. <laughs> <laughs> show O's. <laughs> show, show O's. <laughs> on, on your shows, you share a lot of great um insight um with the listeners and or the the viewers what would be the greatest takeaway that you would because our voice sometimes people think their voice is to everyone and your mm. voice is not to everyone no um and so we have to remember that just reaching one person makes a difference so what would be a thought that you would share with the listeners to reach them at this point in respect to their faith. Mm -hmm. That God reaches us where we are mm. and that he is no respecter of persons. And some people think that because of what they did or didn't do or what they said or didn't say, that God is moved by that. God has already wiped the slate clean. We just have to do that. We have to forgive ourselves because those mistakes that we made were and are to be used for God's glory. We could take those mistakes and turn our quote, quote unquote pain into gain for ourselves and other people because God wants to give us abundance. It doesn't matter what we did, all right? If that was the case, he would have never promoted David. He would have never promoted Moses. He would have never, <clears throat> excuse me, he would have never promoted the Samaritan woman. He would have never promoted Mordecai. He would have never promoted Esther because those, all of those people started low. They started low. They were insecure. So, uh, Mordecai was disrespectful to, <laughs> to um, the, even though Haman was um, uh, evil, Mordecai was like, I, I'm not bound down to you. I mean, we understood it. But all I'm saying is that none of these people were perfect and we don't have to be perfect. Whatever it is that we made um, in our past, the decisions that we don't feel good about, that is something, those decisions are something we could learn from and help the people we need to help. See, that was why I was incapacitated and inhibited and didn't want to do anything because I felt like, Oh, you know what? When I moved my kids after my divorce from California, I had just recently got out the Air Force to South Carolina. I hated South Carolina. No offense. Um, I, I was just, I, I loved it. Let me, let me put a caveat around that. I love the state of South Carolina and all its beauty and what it offers. And let me tell you, I've been all over the world and South Carolina has the best restaurants I've ever been to. The, the food is awesome. But it was where I was, was very rural. And I didn't like the town I was in because of that, right? I'm not a rural girl. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm from the, the, you know, a state that has, that's a lot different. 
And um, so I, that was something to get used to. And in addition to that, I was struggling because I, I left. It was not pre I was not prepared for everything I was dealing with. And um, I didn't have a job lined up, just ill-planned, ill-prepared. So I felt sorry for myself. So I was down and out. But all of that is the reason I do what I do. So I, I made the mistake. I felt like a bad mother. And um, now what I could do is I could take that pain. And when I feel some, somebody else that might be experiencing pain, even though they might have a different walk, then I can empathize with them emotionally. You know, because I know how it feels to be down and out and have nothing. I had nothing, no furniture. My car was in storage. My furniture was in storage. We just had our clothes, no money, you know, and then here I am. So God is, will help us where we are. And we don't have to worry about the fact that we made mistakes. We might hate where we are. You know, it doesn't matter. I know some people hate New York, right? I don't take that personally at all, but they, they, they might be there or they might be a at a place in their lives where they physically don't like it, right? However, though, God is a big God. He's universal. We can always move somewhere else. So, or we could learn to embrace where we are. I don't know. So, that's what I was going to say. It sounds like, it sounds like, I mean, I'm in South Carolina, but Virginia is my home. I'm a Virginia lover. Okay. Ah. So, but South Carolina is where I am. Is it mm -hmm. my preferred place to be? No, but it's where I am. So I think, you know, when you talk about faith, then you're talking about learning to be content where you are and building where you are until the next door opens for you to move to where you want to be. Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes that's exactly what we need to do because the God, God says sometimes, I'm not going to give you anything more until you learn to respect where you are. And that's what I had to do when I was in, in South Carolina, even though it was different than what I've ever experienced in my life. Um, I had a great church family. I, I still have friends there that will be lifelong friends, right? My kids were, um, one of my sons in particular was raised there. The other one, you know, was raised, uh, came, moved him when we moved up to North Carolina. But <clears throat> I will always have a deep respect for South Carolina and everything I learned about myself when I was there. So it would always be a special place in my heart for South Carolina. There's no doubt about that. And every, and every place else I've been where I've learned different things about myself. So I just didn't like the environment, uh, the, the, the um, ruralness of where I was because it was, you know, I didn't grow up like that and I've never been a nature girl. I've been hiking a little bit, but uh, that's a not miracle. To say not to live in it, not to live in it, right? <laughs> right. You know, when people say, oh, you know, I want a house and I want um, the house in the woods and I want, um, you know, uh, I don't want neighbors and everything. I'm like, no, no. When I walk out, I need to see some houses around me. I don't want them to be too close, but I need to be able to walk down to this neighbor's house and not have to run or take a car. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. So I want to ask you another question before we before we leave here, and okay. well, I'm, I'm gonna make a statement, and then then the question will follow. But, okay. You know, a lot of times people talk about I can't do this because I don't have the resources. Um, and so budget, our budget can challenge us. 
and it can sometimes put a strain on the project that we want to do on our mastermind the thought processes behind it what do you say to the person who's saying i just don't have the money to do this start small remember i had in sharonsheart.blogspot.com and if anybody uh puts that in google right now it will be redirected to the dailydevotional.org that's really still a blog spot website if you if you go to that website and you mm -hmm. go to the bottom it says blogger on the bottom so i started where i was because i didn't at least i didn't think i had any money to have a website but i did have the money to to get a website but i didn't know that see mm -hmm. it's about what we think and what we know at the time and part of that a lot of times is god not wanting us to know it because mm -hmm. that never came in my spirit to just get a regular website Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, why, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I do that? Because it never, it was just for me to do what I was doing then and then go to the next level. So there's free things. You remember I was telling you what I wanted to do. I wanted to start on the top, right? I wanted everything to be perfect and all that. So I wanted to go big or go home. And guess what? I ended up staying home because, <laughs> yeah, because we don't want to start where we are. We look at everybody else. And we look at where they are and we don't even realize that they started with nothing because mm -hmm. not too many people are starting, are starting this thing with silver spoons in their mouth. And even if yeah. they do and they get a leg up, they have to maintain it. They have to show up. And That's are they good. willing to do that? So, and let me also say this, Dr. Nett, when um, about a year and a half ago, I was, um, I would, I would want to do these workbooks, right? And I wanted to do workbooks that people could, could complete online. And I was like, how do I do this? How do I do this? And they, I never saw a way, but I just completed to um, continue to write and uh, do everything I was doing and kind of every now and then I would go online and it was nothing, nothing, nothing. Then about six months ago, I found a way to do it, to complete these fillable reflection PDFs, which I have on my website as freebies, where they're like little um, PDFs that you can fill in online with a laptop, desktop, or tablet, and just reflect. Just put in some information about yourself and reflect, and you can keep saving those over and over again. And uh, because I know the significance of writing and what writing has done for me and self-reflection, Mm -hmm. But what, what, what is my point? I just did something even though I wanted to do something else. And because I kept doing it and kept going forward and just doing what little I could do, God gave me more resources. I started knowing this person and this person because I was showing up to this and that. And most of these events were free. Sometimes there were different things online. And then the more we do, the more God will open up, 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 open up to us and the more we will be able to do and see and get, even if we're on a limited budget. But a lot of times we, we compare ourselves to other people and we want to do what they're doing and we end up doing nothing because we're embarrassed. We, we feel like if we're on social media and we have this website or we have this going on that people are going to laugh at us, they're going to laugh regardless. You know, and if you go to my Instagram, my Instagram hardly has any followers at all, but I still post there 
And, um, and then if you go to my Instagram, you'll see another Instagram page that I have is called the respecttheteachers.com. And uh, if you go on that page, it has zero followers right now. As we speak, it has zero followers. But I know what I'm going to do with that. I know what the Lord is telling me to do. I know how he's directing me. And I'm not afraid to put that there. When people go there, they're like, what? It doesn't matter. You have to see the vision he gives you and keep walking that out just like Moses did. Then Joshua took over because they made it to Canaan. They made it. And guess what happened when they got there? They still had to fight for it. Wow. <laughs> well, I tell you, Sharon, um, if people follow you, they're going to get some really great insight Thank on it on how to develop their faith, how to grow stronger, how to, how to get aligned in the things that will help them to um, become more empowered. So um, great perspective on today. Um, our time is, is down, but I want you to, um, I want you to uh, share a final thought with the listeners. And I also want you to um, let the listeners know, I believe you have some, a few um, eBooks on Amazon that are available for them if they want to tap into them. So let them know um, if you, the titles of those books and also, you know, what your final encouragement of empowerment is for them. <laughs> okay. All right. What I've been saying the entire time, guys, just, just do you. All right. Don't worry about what the naysayers are saying, focus on what God is saying, whatever the vision is you have for your life, it doesn't matter how small or how big it is, work on that every single day, do something to work on that. It doesn't matter if you write a sentence or if you write something or if you read something or if you uh, quote something or if you design something, you sing something, whatever it is, do something every day towards your goal. And let me tell you, you will become an expert as you develop that. Every day, your muscle is getting uh, stronger and stronger, but we have to utilize it. Otherwise it atrophies, it, it decreases in size, and it's not no longer strong. But the good thing about that is that the Lord can build it right back up when we get yeah. started again, because I know how it is to start and stop. Consistency is a very powerful word because it's very difficult to to get i used to sit in conferences with parents and they would say yeah you know talk a good game in a conference and then the kid would be okay for a week or two and then start clowning again because it's hard to be consistent right so but it can be done but it's going to take sacrifice all right now yes i do have ebooks on um, amazon i'm not sure how long those ebooks will be there i would say for people um just to make sure that what you are going to get from in Sharon's heart is relevant and current just to go to my website look around the website and you'll have access to anything you want um, everything and anything you want my courses are there I have ebooks in my courses so Amazon uh, it's okay but I would say I don't I'm not sure about Amazon all right <laughs> I'm not sure how long it's going to be there but in Sharon's heart.com is a better resource for for people Dr. Annette all right perfect so check out in sharon's heart great insight sharon i want to thank you so much for being on the show today i appreciate you and look forward to our next time together 
Thank you, Dr. Ned, and thank you for everything you're doing to advance God's kingdom because you are doing much. You are one of the most consistent people, the, one of the most loving, caring, consistent people I know. Sometimes I'll get on Instagram and I'm like, gosh, she's, she's at it again. I'm like, this woman doesn't stop. Dr. Annette cooks, she makes things, <laughs> she's so talented. And uh, so I just wanna let you know that I value my relationship with you. You are a light in my life. Thank and you. I appreciate and love and adore you and everything else you're doing. I really do. I have so much respect for you, young lady. Thank you, Sharon. I appreciate you and love you too. I love you too. <laughs> As we close, I want to thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe on your favorite platform so you will receive notifications for this show. Share a comment and give a five-star rating. Join the mailing list at DrAnnetteWestMinistries.org. And while there, check out what's going on in our world. Also, purchase a copy of Dr. West's newest book, Holistic Wellness, Mind, Body, Spirit on DrAnnetteWestMinistries.org and Amazon. Don't forget to follow Dr. West on social media. Mm. <laughs>